this is Hannes Kett from Shiraz Lane, and you're listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast. Blah! Okay, you have cool backgrounds. I need something like this as well. <laughs> yeah, it was it was um it was so funny when when the five finger death punch trumpist guy was like because <laughs> clearly I'm I'm not by the Golden Gate Bridge yes. on some hill somewhere. <laughs> I totally thought I it was fucking hilarious because it was like okay they were like where are you at and and Bruce is like I'm here in Richmond and and I'm like guess where I am it's completely where something somewhere completely different but it's not like here and he's like, no I know where you are you're in <laughs> and I was like this is yeah no cool that's great cool, but cool hey job. welcome to the show Hannes uh, thank Hannes you so much from thank Shiraz you. Lane um, I'm just gonna like be rude and take the reins here Bruce please do oh yeah. Is my local boys. So, mm-hmm. you know. so this is Bruce. It's it's basically his show, which I'm stealing now. And and you know me, I'm Rina. And mm-hmm. we're both here in Helsinki. And um, Shiraz Lane is one of the like really cool up and coming bands, or or you have been up and coming for a few years already. For a few years indeed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a few years indeed. Uh, but like you know, one of those bands that are really really taking forward the good old rock and roll. Um, what, rock and roll attitude. Word? Yeah, that's what we try to do. Not just even attitude, but like you know the the, the gospel of it, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, is is how I would describe it. And and we just had had um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Joel Hoekstra. Oh really? Um, yeah, he he was just on, and they he also did uh, Monsters of Rock that you oh, guys yeah, also. Oh yeah, he had he had the the Bloody Mary jams, which was very oh, nice. Totally. <laughs> yeah, the ha- hangover jams, as he called oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. So tell us, like, well, this will give us a little bit of a like sneak preview on your, your voting trip. But tell us more about it. Well, it was our second time around. Once again, a dream come true. And already expecting until the next one. Uh, what can I say? It's just uh, five days filled with rock and roll. Just uh, people there for the love of the music, having a good time. It doesn't matter how you look. doesn't matter what you wear. It's all about peace, love, and rock and roll. So it's to be a part of something like that as a Finnish band, that's special. And the fact that we get to meet our fans from abroad and from the States, from Brazil, from around the world, and for them to come there and support us, uh, many telling us that the reason why they came to Monsters of Rock was because of us. That's is that's kind of amazing. Cool. Yeah, it's very cool, and you know you get to give it all you got, and uh, I try to do it as well in the karaoke every single night. So I give them as much as I can, and yeah, it was beautiful. I got to meet lots of uh, the people that I look up to, and like Kip Winger, I have his phone number now in my phone, which is a kind of a dream true for me. I got to meet the guys from Extreme. I, I yeah. get to meet lots of young bands as well. And just to make new friends, it's, it's beautiful. Do you find it intimidating playing in front of some of those idols of yours? Like- oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, like, well, why should I be scared? 
where where they're doing our thing and it's the exact same reason why they started back in the day so i think right. they should be a bit intimidated about what's to come i'm gonna bury you dinosaurs mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna pass the torch for, at some point so right. it's I'm, I'm just showing them that hey i i can take it if you want Beautiful. I'm gonna take it whether you like it or not. You know, <laughs> well, that, that maybe the rock and roll attitude, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you you guys um uh, released your last album last year August, I think, the Forgotten yeah. Shades of Life. Yes. And um, since then, you have lost your pretty legendary uh, rehearsal space. You you guys yeah. are from like from Vanda, which is for those. For most of you people who are not from Finland, <laughs> uh, there's there's like these three cities in the capital area, and Vanda is, is one of them. And this this place that they used to rehearse at Vernissa was a pretty legendary, uh, not only a rehearsal sp uh, space, but also one of the like few venues that are in in that town. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not an expert on Vanta. No, you're, you're very, you're very right. Yeah, Vanta Tikkurla. So everyone thinks we're from Helsinki. And even though it's easier to think that Finland only has one city, it's actually not true. <laughs> and we're from Tikkurla, very proud of it. And we, the, in this rehearsal space, uh, we wrote um, three albums and one EP. Uh, we got to enjoy it. Uh, it's like, a, it's like a, a cultural mecca when it comes to the vanta scene which unfortunately is literally not big and so we got to be there and experience it uh actually before we went there there was another uh band from vanta called mind of doll uh, back in at the beginning of uh, 2000 or something like that they were getting somewhere but then everything just went down the drain so we got to go to their rehearsal space and in this rehearsal space actually recorded our first demos with the guitar player from that band and now then we got to spend 10 years in this room and one could say that we're a bit sad and that we're leaving but at the same time i already know how our new rehearsal space is going to look like first of all it's going to be like three times bigger so now we'll be able to do the kind of content that i've very much been looking forward to do which is just uh ask our fans which kind of covers would you like to to hear from us and then we can just record it and then make some videos of that and just put it on youtube right. without anything everything being so very uh how can i put this everything's so strict and everything has to be perfect all the time right i don't think mm -hmm. so and when it comes to our fans instead of for them to wait like have two songs a year or like an ep or something they wait two years for an album we can just put some stuff out there for them to listen to and now we're gonna have the possibility because the room is big so i'm expecting great things from this i think and, i think rock and roll true rock and roll should be gritty and and yeah. polished right i mean that's the whole yeah yeah for sure like nowadays everything's possible when it comes to the studio and sure that's nice in some ways but in some other ways you can get stuck in your mind everything has to be perfect all the time but i think you should write the best songs that you can you should record them as good as you can and then just put it out and then when you're performing them live you should be able to perform them live as well of course uh, lots of people have been talking about backing tracks and incidents around that for me it all depends on what kind of show you want to give the people I don't mind at all, as long as the people are there to enjoy it 
then I mean, I think people should be able to do what they want. Right. But if it but, takes $1,000 a ticket, yeah, playing maybe. Yeah, when it comes to that, and uh, regarding some bands, especially, I think you're right. pointing out to some of those bands. Right. For sure, for sure. I think uh, as a singer for me, uh, I take pride in my craft, and I try to be better every single day. I try to, to practice, rehearse, get better, and nail every single concert. And of course, not every concert will be perfect, but at least I'm trying to always hit those high notes, always try to do as much as I can with, with my voice. And as a singer, I think singers should do that and not only rely, especially when it comes to lead vocals, they should, should not rely on backing tracks when it comes to that. Right. Or especially nowadays when, when there's, there's this possibility to use a live autotune, which I've also heard some, some bands do live, which is kind of weird because now we're blurring the lines of real soul and electronics. And, and that's, that's kind of strange to me. So yeah, but hey, yeah. it's a weird world. Yeah, it's a like weird world. As a singer, basically, you have one job that is to hit the freaking notes. Right. So, that is. I think <laughs> some know? bands may need to use auto tune live or consider very many bands. And, and I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying this like uh, to, to blow my own pipe, but very many do nowadays. It's because they all the songs are written in the studio with all the help from the studio magicians, sure. and then you're supposed to do it live, and then you realize that oh, I can't really do this live because right. I never really done it live, everything's been cut into pieces and then glued into with different right. beautiful effects and suddenly here we go but then again mm. uh, when you think about lots of the youngsters out there i just turned 30 so now i can say that i'm very happy <laughs> for that <laughs> uh may, many people are, are used to the whole autotune sound so if it doesn't sound like that then they they're weirded out like what's wrong with right. him why doesn't he sound the same without understanding all the beautiful things that right. comes into writing music and doing all this but hey yeah but this is definitely it's it's kind of like comparable to like getting used to your face on filters mm -hmm. you know the, the real thing then just mm -hmm. fucking weirds you out you know and oh, you're yeah. like what there's something wrong with this this is not polished this is not beautiful on all angles yeah. you know like this mm -hmm. it's the same thing but that, that i think that's basically like i don't know like you would be a hockey player with electronic skates that basically just you know take you yeah. to the goal <laughs> and that like i don't know the puck is is <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> just build yeah, to slide in if, if you use the right stick and I, it, it's this is it's, a, it's a skill you know yeah we uh for actually we had this one single called fake Perf fake perfection which was exactly yeah. about this i think we're always striving for perfection which is nice i do the same thing but i've also realized that imperfection is perfection and that's the yeah. beauty of humanity is that we're not perfect if everything runs smooth runs smoothly all the time and everyone's you know behaving like in Sunday school all the time, that would be boring. Yeah. You know, you know, we, we need to have different perspectives and we need to be different and look different. It's, it's all, it's all and better. I think, I think you can hear that in some of the music too, right? So some of the mm -hmm. heavier music these days is all quantized and, mm -hmm. and, you know, completely computerized as far as timing goes. Yeah. It's, it's very sterile. You can notice it. It's not like, you know, rock and roll where there's a bit of a sway, the drummer mm -hmm. sways a little bit. And I think that makes it more organic and more real. Oh yeah, and when, when you well, when you're talking about this, have you heard the when they tried to quantize uh, Led Zeppelin, mm -hmm. John Bonham? Don't it's horrible. Like is all it? the groove is gone. It's just it's just wrong. The, the the magic of having a rock band of what I think one of the key things is, well, first of all, everything starts with a kick-ass drummer. Then you have the bass player. You're in the pocket. Everything revolves around that. And if you 
if you spend a lot of time at the rehearsal space, like we've done with the guys from Shiraz Lane, we know each other, we know where we're going. So if we jam something together, we already know when the next chord is coming so that we can follow. Of course, it's, right. it's not going to be perfect all the time, but you know, practice makes perfect. And I think people have forgotten about that. And I mean, but also those imperfections make it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And like just uh, going with the flow and being able to, to give in, to the moment right so tell me about the acoustic sets because that's kind of ties into oh, yeah. the same sort of thing right because you're doing the acoustic sets and that makes you more vulnerable and out there right yeah i uh, i love those like we when we play acoustic it's uh, it's different because of course the, the versions that we've written about our songs are different because now it's all about creating it taking this one song making it a bit different. And for me as a singer, it's very cool because now I really get to be in the middle of everything, tying everything in together. And it's, it's beautiful. I love it. And our fans have been loving them as well. And we're doing that with Shiraz Lane. And also I'm planning to start doing those on my own as well, because there are lots of great songs in the world that I like to cover uh, by myself with the guys, with different people around the world as well. And it's, it's just a completely different beat just in general, uh, because, um, well, when we did this acoustic show just a while back, uh, we took some old songs and we had to listen to it and wonder that, what can we do to this? What, what, what can we do with this? How can we make it shine by itself with just two acoustic guitars and acoustic bass, drums and vocals? And then we just play out with it, just like possible pieces and find uh, the perfect way for it to be. And uh, what I really want to do I've told the guys already, and I've been saying this many times. Is what I like to do is record like an EP or something uh, like MTV acoustic style because uh, I've been listening to those a lot. I think most of you people out there have been listening to those, and you f you feel the magic in those versions. It's just it's even more raw, and yeah. I'd really like to do that. I'd really like to do that because I remember. Well, I can't even think think about how many countless times I've listened to these versions and just being on youtube some night with my guys feeling a bit out of this world and just uh, checking out what they're doing and just enjoying what they're doing uh for me personally it's uh i remember when i i found uh the alice in chains one mm -hmm. and uh nutshell in particular that was a song for me which really changed the way i sing because then i re i was i I took what he was doing and tried to figure out, and then I put that into my context of my vocals, and it really changed the way I was thinking about it all. And it's different for me listening to the electric version because with all the other instruments and everything around, I just couldn't hear just what his voice was doing. And it's, yeah, same with anything with Bon Jovi or all of these. So for many. me, the original one for me was Tesla. They did that oh. one in Philadelphia Unplugged. Yeah. Not so mm -hmm. fucking great. Mm -hmm. then seeing tesla uh at our first monster rock cruise was mind-blowing because i've never seen them and they never come to europe i understand of course why it's super expensive for them to mm -hmm. come here but to be able to go there and then see them and then for the first time seeing winger and extreme live as well it was right just beautiful good stuff yeah so good and uh, you guys take it for granted because for us we get to see them for the first time and you've seen them many 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 times yeah it's nice yeah, to see them still going too sorry yeah, yeah no worries. like that's actually like a thing like so mm -hmm. many bands skip finland 
Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. You know, yeah. like that. if we want to go see the really big ones, probably like, you know, uh, Tesla is in a great example, but like even the really, really known bands, you got to go to Stockholm. Like they'll, oh, yeah. they'll probably make a stop there. But odds are not in Helsinki. So mm-hmm. he's right when he says that you guys are spoiled. Like you, mm-hmm. you can go to gigs that we will never have access to unless we have extra money for like flights and hotels and right. blah blah blah. All that. Mm-hmm. So like leave the country to go see yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I gotta ask, Hannes. Uh, there's um, uh, you, you guys do a, a whole bunch of covers, and and you said mm-hmm. that you want. There's plenty of more that you want to do. You've done Layla. You've done um, uh to the moon and back and, and like all sorts of stuff. So what are these songs that you're, you already got your eyes on? Like what you want to do next? Uh, well, uh, for me personally, it depends on if I get my guide to go with my plan. Most likely I will, because our fans have been asking us to do this and do this. And if we do it like in a way that it's not too stressful or too serious, as in we just record it, mm-hmm. uh, we film a video for it, put it on YouTube without it having, having to go on Spotify and going through all the publishing and blah, blah, blah. Then it, it will be easy to do whatever. Uh, I would like to do some Michael Jackson. I would like to do some, let's say, Odo. I'd like to do some modern pop as well. Some blues, anything really goes. What uh, Michael Jackson all... song are you leaning towards? Mm. Okay, it depends on if I want to do, like, okay, with the uh, the way you make me feel, that would be great. Yeah. Or, uh, give in to me. It's a very sexy, yes. a different kind, like a power ballad kind of vibe. Um bottom of the dance floor combined with something else there's just so many that we could do what i'd like to right. do right right but i'm pretty you, sure you, that like, like the guys won't go with my plan on all these songs but i will definitely make sure that i'll, I'll get to do this song sound people because one of the reasons why i loved monsters of rock cruise was because i went there to make connections and make new friends and i did so now i have friends all around the world that are very much anxious to to do this kind of thing so maybe right. we'll get to cook nice. something that way yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna like throw a hard question out there. Oh no! Would you, would you cover an R. Kelly song? Uh, sure, why not? Why not? So there's I, like you don't, you don't see anything problematic about like covering. I'm, I mean, sex offender. Yeah, well, if, like I'm not if, saying you shouldn't. This yeah, is just yeah, like if, if you topic. if you look at it that way, uh, it's the same goes with Michael Jackson or many many other bands. Exactly. As well. Like that, if, that's if like, I, I tried to trap you in in, in some yeah, sort of like duality <laughs> yeah. where yeah, you would have you been can't. like, no, that rapist bastard, and then no, I would have been like, you uh, know, but why Michael? If we look at that, well, then we can start talking about Elvis and all these other 50s artists and other as well. And it, well, I think you know, that's slightly different. Slightly well, 50, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, if you this is the double moralism of the world. Like yeah. we're looking at the mo- modern artist, or then we're looking at Elvis, who was very much into 14-year-old girls. I don't know. Is that why is Lewis, all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, why why is that different? I'm totally it's, it's into 14-year-old ca- girls yeah, as well. It's, it's kind of yeah. But yeah, this is the yeah, way yeah, the yeah. world is. The world lies. Yeah. For me, if I'm just talking about music and songs, I if 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 he has a good song that I'd like, why not? But I'm not very much into his stuff. I really don't even know his songs. So right. 
right. Yeah. Yeah. And this was this was not criticism. But that was a great this way to just try exploring. To. No, but I like it. I like it. A good conversation <laughs> has a lot of different perspectives. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I can totally hear you doing Michael Jackson songs and and bringing mm -hmm. you your yeah, for sure. For for me, Michael Jackson is is like uh, my biggest inspiration. And I'm looking at him as an uh, entertainer and artist, what, what he did and what his songwriters did with him. It's like Right, right. And also, like, just not, not in his defense so much, but, mm -hmm. like, you know, his, his, his own childhood was so fucked up. And well, up. Yeah, if you think about it, it, it well, surprising yeah. That he ended uh, up being where he ended seven up. year old and, and uh, playing in a strip club and being, uh, seeing all this world and then literally, well, I can't say what's real, what's not real, but having a dad who's beating you into practicing eight hours right. a day, every right. day, and all this, not having a childhood, I think that might uh, slightly mess me yeah. your head. Maybe yeah. skew, skew your thinking. Yeah, just, yeah. Just and then, then all yeah. the fame, and then some of you are like, you can't go anywhere, and you're like one of the biggest artists, if not the biggest mm -hmm. artist at a time. Right. Okay. I can't even. I think, I think it was literally... the biggest artist. Yeah. Like yeah. It was the biggest. Yeah. Name in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a tragic story. Yeah. Uh, but you guys are gonna like work on some not cover new material as well, right? Oh yeah. And that's what we're doing right now. Songs and works. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. So, uh, we as we wrote "Forgotten Shades of Life," uh, we were exploring new ways of uh, looking at our music, as one tends to do. You you evolve. Without actually trying to, you just change and you just uh, go different ways. And uh, now with the material we're working on right now, it's uh, we all have this common ground that everything is surrounding my vocals, which is all the melodies and themes that I write, and we write with Mickey. And uh, then we have, we have the vocals here, and I have a melody. Then we'll see how to fatten it up with all the instruments and everything around it. It's, sometimes it's been the other way which means we have a beautiful instrumental and then I have to figure out how to create some kind of beautiful melody, catchy melody with that. And it's not very easy all the time, but now the way we've been writing has been different and it's been uh, very uh, refreshing. Definitely. Because uh, I think when with the new material, it's, uh, it's taking everything that we've learned so far and uh, just uh, bringing it forward with all the knowledge that we have now about songwriting and about melodies and my friends they they typically call me uh melody whore because i love <laughs> melodies i love melodies melody i love whore. those kind of melodies yeah i love those kind of melodies that are stuck in your head melodies yeah. that you can sing a harmony to melodies that make you want to dance make you want to move make you want to do certain activities it's the kind of stuff that i like and also right. i'm a, a big lover of the ballads so we have some of those as well but what, right now, all we're doing is just writing music. And then we'll see what we're going to do. First of all, we're going to see who we're going to release it with. We're going to see when it's going to be released. All I can say is that all the demos that we are right now, they sound really good. And if I could, I'd let the whole world hear them already. But I have to, I have to wait. I have to wait. And that sucks. <laughs> Damn. So what, what's, what's up with the... Uh, sorry, Bruce. Uh, let me just quickly ask about, yeah. like, you know... Mm -hmm. the, now that you're writing music, are, are you still playing live? Sorry, I'm here, like, you know, with my knees in my mouth and shit. But like... Yeah, for sure. Actually, uh, tomorrow we're leaving for the UK. We're going to play uh, the Call of the Wild Festival. And uh, then we have one festival in Finland this summer. Uh, the rest of the time we're just going to take off just to write some new material and to look at where we are right now. Where do we want to go? Uh, which kind of people do we need behind us? 
that support us and that believe in us. Uh, what what can we do? What do we need from them to help us out uh, to reach our destination, which is of course just going forward. Uh, mm. Because what I want to do is I I'd like to tour the world as hard as it is right now and expensive, but I like to tour. We have some plans for this year uh, regarding different parts of the world. Uh, that's not Europe. I'll just say, I can't say more, but we'll see what's going to happen. There are just so many things that are out of, out of our hands right now. So right. as as you know how it is, but all I, what I want from the team that's with us, I want uh, the 100% support and uh, belief and faith in what we're doing. Like uh, at this part of, of our career, I feel like that's definitely something I'm supposed to think that we <laughs> want and need. And I definitely yeah. think that what that's what we also deserve to have, to have uh, the kind of team behind us that believes in what we're doing and believes in our walk forward. You know, we'll 100%. see how that turns out. We'll see in half a year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that, that, you know, now that you're in your thirties, mm -hmm. you oh, know, yes. that is just basically a blink of an eye. <laughs> oh, but I'm, but, I'm actually, I'm very happy because every single year that I, I turn older, I feel more like myself. And that's been ever since I was a kid, because I was always called the weird kid who felt so old. Right. So, and still, yeah. And I still can't uh, have a proper beard. Not that it actually bothers me, but like, look at my mm -hmm. brother. He's got like this Viking beard i guess i guess it's because uh my mother tongue is swedish so i'm half swedish which maybe you can see from my hair <laughs> but he's got the viking beard which is very cool but i don't think as a you know as a self-proclaimed rock star <laughs> i don't think that, that that would that would be such a great for me <laughs> maybe not bruce what were you gonna say i was actually gonna ask him about playing live so you took it right out of my mouth mm -hmm. yeah but we're definitely gonna do that but uh, we'll see how much. We don't know. We don't know. Now in Finland, uh, it's uh, it's festival season, naturally, of course, so abroad. But we don't have many festivals this year planned. And they're already booking the festivals for next year. Right. Mm -hmm. Typically, the way it works is that uh, you need something released so that you can then go take this release mm -hmm. and take that to the next festival season, right. which is right. kind of weird because, well, if you think about it, it's, it's in one year. But yeah, we'll see. But uh, I'm very much looking forward to everything that's to come. I have faith, and uh, I know that I know that that we have many places that we are, where we are wanted. So I want to go there. I love what you guys are doing. That that nice classic rock and roll sort of thing is just beautiful. So thank you. But we yeah, are running up against time. Oh, already. Well, that's the way. Yeah, it I know. That goes away, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But when we you're hanging out with good people like myself and Rena. It, it... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much for this. I, I really love this. It's great to just, you know, sit down and have a discussion and just go with it. Yeah. Go with uh, it. I'm, I'm only like sorry it. that we didn't do the what do you see in this thingy. Are we not doing that anymore, Bruce? Um, we could probably <laughs> we could probably do it and be a second or two late if you want to the next one. Mm -hmm. We we could all right because we got smoky mirrors back. Yeah, then. yeah, Shit, but that's, that's okay. We Hang were. on, let's see if I can do it really quick. Uh, yeah. Hold on, bear with me one second. Nice. This is gonna be one of those therapy things. It, it, it totally it, is. It totally is. But I, is, like but I gotta find it, and on. then we're gonna probe your brain. Oh yeah, do like it. How you describe it and mm -hmm. what you see in it. Let's do it quickly. 
Yeah, we'll have to do it in like a minute or two, but give me one second and I'll have it for you. Yeah, it's fine. Shit, I thought we had that like 30 minute break here, but Mm -hmm. no, we did not. No, you know, we're everybody wants to talk to us, so Mm, that's true. (laughs) That's the way it is. Hey, get used to it. I think you're used to it already. All right. So this is gonna be totally random. I didn't have time to put picture you're gonna get. So let's all right. Amazing. This is gonna be yeah. Share screen. This right here. Can you see that? Yes. <laughs> yes, all these this thing. I've seen this before. <laughs> Tell me what you see in a minute or less. What I see in this picture. Okay. Uh, I see a fluffy dog uh, looking for a beautiful paradise called home. But at the same time, uh, there is a naked man expecting to find hot dogs <laughs> in the dog's home. There, we got some uh, tennis ball action in the sky. We got a uh, some kind of uh, pirate ship in the background. Why do you think he's holding his junk? Well, I think uh, he's holding his junk because he knows that the dog is hungry. And he's <laughs> wondering. He's wondering if it's a bone or if it's a wiener. So maybe the thought bubbles, the hot dog should be over the dog. Then I think so too. But at the same time. If the uh, if the dog home would be by the guy, it might be uh, dirty in a very not cool way. So, <laughs> so maybe that's not that's good that it's this way around. <laughs> in a not cool way. <laughs> that's that's like, a beautiful picture. Thank you for that. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is amazing. I, mm-hmm. I like in my head now. This is like some dots have connected. I think the dude is just afraid to like wave to the ship that you mm-hmm. ignored to say yeah. is in the horizon. Mm-hmm. He wants to wave and say that, hey, come take us home. But he's sure that the dog will think his his penis mm-hmm. is a hot dog and will just, you know. But at the same so time, you know. He's willing could... to sacrifice going home to protect his junk. And I think this is like, this is a uh, That's perfect... a metaphor. That's a metaphor for the world we live in. Yeah, beautiful. Also, I was just going to say that's how men are, but you know. <laughs> also, <laughs> before we go, prioritize their penis above everything else. Why but, is there yeah. mustard on the hot dog? It should be ketchup. Well, also, I it do. might be the image. Like, uh, if there maybe there's also ketchup there, I'm not sure. No, it's it's mustard, but but Bruce, like, if if your wiener excrete something as red as ketchup you do need to see a doctor and as quickly as possible <laughs> yeah uh, the color of mustard is not that good either no you probably need some penicillin it's shots true. yeah it's true but it's less alarming <laughs> all right but this is good this is good that was perfect thank you my friend that was thank a good so time much, thank you so much thank you for i enjoyed that yeah. conversation thank you for taking the time yeah, thank you for having me. And let's do the. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'll awesome. see you later, dude. Bye. I'd be see well. You later. Cheers. Bye. You too. Bye. Cheers. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from The Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. 
So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Oh.